Hello and welcome to the Wilson and Wolfenden podcast. My name is Martin Wolfenden and I'm sitting in Halifax in West Yorkshire. The town hall in Halifax was built by Sir Charles Barry at the same time as he was building the Palace of Westminster. Typical builder. However, he died during the construction of both buildings and the town hall was completed by his son Edward Barry. As an additional fact, neither the Palace of Westminster or Halifax Town Hall had a clock tower in their original design, as Barry hated them because clocks killed his mother. But once he was dead, there was nothing around to stop their construction. Interestingly, both clocks have the same chime, which was copied from the Church of St Mary the Great in Cambridge. Oh, that's very interesting. Yeah. Hello, I'm Andrew Wilson, and I'm in Manchester, the city they're already calling the Abattoir of the North. Whoa! Yeah. It's it's quite impressive with that chap doing um, Halifax Town Hall and the Palace of Westminster all at the same time as doing all the James Bond music. Yep. Put up that wall. Put up that wall. That's how we did it. Yeah. He's he's quite the Renaissance man, isn't he? He never composed anything on a piano. He just walked around. Granted, that music I just did there wasn't written by him. But, you know, if it had been... Yeah, then uh, it would yeah, definitely that would have been. Yeah. It would have been more. It's like there are angels singing in my head. Actually, I don't think that was written by him either. You know what? Was it not? No. I thought that was definitely one of his. I'm not sure. Because he stopped writing. Because it was the, the second bit that came after the bit that went. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. This is my favourite one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, well, yes, but uh, yeah, it, it was a, a strange one, old Charles Barry. Uh, he, he stopped mm. writing Bond films long before we actually realised it. It's just the people copied his style. So, uh, yeah, difficult to tell in many ways. Yes. That was another one. Mm. That was Moonraker. Yeah, I didn't like that one so much. Yeah. I can move, I can roll, mounting upon my bum, time packs and clothes, sausages full of cum, made my legs a thousand cheese. Yeah, that was that, that's as much as I can remember. But uh, yeah, I think yeah. you guarantee it that. It was all right. I, th- I think yeah. it's it's uh, a little known uh, fact is that the uh, the version they played over the end credits uh, was a lot better. Yeah, uh, it was a sort of umpar version. But it was a lot more. It was a lot more upbeat. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, that's the chicken. Sorry. Well, they're pretty much chickens and umpar music are pretty much the same, aren't they? Really, I think. Do the umpar chicken, as the Goonies yeah. said. Mm, yeah. Goonie, yeah, yeah. Goonie, Goonie, yum yum, and they said that to One-Eyed Willie. Yes, all the time. As I went down on the two hundred seater tricycle. We know what I did last week. Uh, no, I don't know what you did last week. I got myself a special magical stall down at the market. Oh, really? That sounds good. Yeah. How, how's that happen? Uh, well, I went down the market, and I went yep. to the bloke in the market foreman, as he's called. And yes, uh, I yeah, said to him, I said, I want, 
a magical stall. I don't want one of your normal stalls like, you know, the guys who have the bric-a-brac and electrical goods and yeah. knocked off DVDs have. I want a proper... Yeah, they're rubbish. Yeah, I want a proper magical stall where I can sell wands and, and spells and things like on Harry Potter. Mm, and he yeah. said, uh, oh, how much are you willing to pay? So I said, oh, £10,000, of course. That's the going rate for all these sorts of things. Sounds um, completely reasonable, so yeah. it took me uh, down to the edge of the market and I threw a room full of bins you know and it smelt of poo and stuff like that and there was a man next to a bin sticking a needle in his bum and at the end of the room there was this yellow door and I could see a light underneath that a magical light and he opened it up and inside there was like this desk and a telephone and a yellow smock hanging on the wall and he said there it is there's your magical stall and he uh, I gave him 10 grand and then I went in there and I sat there all day waiting for people to come in and buy ones off me. But then I realised oh, I didn't yeah. have any ones, but th- that's not a problem, you see, because uh, ones just appear when people need them. So, I uh, think so. That's how it works. Yeah, yeah. so I, it, it saves on stock-taking. So yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm sitting there waiting all day, and eventually this old wizard man comes in, and he goes, I would like a wand, please. And I went, and he looked a bit like the man who we'd seen earlier, you know, the, the fat man who would take me through the bins. Oh yes, yeah, him. and uh, but it wasn't him because he it was it completely different because he had a hood up, and uh, so I said, oh, oh, yeah, I said, uh, yes, I said to him, oh right, okay, um, what do you want? He went, I would like a wand, but I wish to sell you something first of all. And I said, oh, what do you want to sell me? He said, twenty other ones. And I went, oh, that's good, and but a bit of a pain for stock taking. He went, I will sell them to yeah. you for another ten thousand pounds. So you know, I, uh, yeah, I, I you don't want to sink all your capital into stock. No, but I did think and think. Well, I do need some more ones because I knew that you know once people knew that my magical store was there, that they wouldn't want yeah, to come down yeah. for ones. So I said, "All oh, right, then yeah. I'll buy them off you." And he gave me the ones, and they were in like a little box, mm. and it, it, they smelled of mint, and mm-hmm. and they were disguised of something called matchmakers. Ah, yeah. Well, they're quite wandy, aren't they? Yeah. So, but yeah, and then I closed and went to the pub. But I'm going to open on Monday and hopefully, you know, make a fortune. Oh, you're bound to. You'll clean up. Absolutely. 20 top quality ones to uh, shift to people. And minty ones at that. Yeah. Well, I mean, you only have to sell them for a grand each and you've broken even, so anything on top of that is clear profit. Yeah, yeah, I know why I'm going on a holiday next year. <laughs> oh, yeah. Hull. Where? Oh, ho, ho. Yeah. Ooh, la, la. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you know the ladies in Hull, you know what they're like. <laughs> oh, so I've heard. Pull a meat pint, they do. Pull a meat yes, pint. Yes, yes, and talk with an East Yorkshire accent. Yes, that's it, and they're very nice. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And they know how to show a homosexual a good time. <clears throat> it's pointing to the fishermen's quarters. Yes. yes. Or the cinema. Yeah. Oh. It's a good time for anyone, isn't it? Yeah, or, the, or squid yeah. juggling. Oh, of course, that's what they do. They're famous for that. Oh, yeah. land of the squid jugglers. Oh, yeah. it's a hell of a feat, though, because I mean, and the squids have to be complicit. Of course, it's not a cruel sport. I mean, they they know. Well, they're trained, on. aren't they? Yeah, Spend years training. Yeah. As first of all, but it's um, good for. Oh no, go on. No, no, Kara. I was going to say it's uh, it's good for people who are, are either a bit ham-fisted and can't catch, or people that have lost both their hands in a horrible industrial accident because. Unlike juggling with balls or clubs, you don't actually need to catch the squid. They'll catch you. That's it. And they also juggle yeah. themselves when you get bored. So perfect. Yes. You know, yeah. it's, uh, it's, they're a bit like, you know, you remember the variety acts from uh, Wheel Tappers and Shunter's Social Club? 
Um, uh, unfortunately, they have burnt themselves indelibly yeah. on my mind. Well, yes. in the second series of that, which I don't have on DVD, there is actually three hours of squid juggling. And uh, what happens is a, oh. a man sings on the stage and then a squid sort of crawls in slowly. Yeah. Uh, and pretends to be gay. And then crawls up onto the stage and they oh. sort of do some stuff together. Yeah. <laughs> oh, those squids. Yeah, mm. It's a bit formulaic, but, you know, it's a formula everyone loved. Yeah, I mean, it worked yeah. all the time. I often wonder what happened to those acts, you know, all those acts who did that one act. Yeah, I don't know. Did they? I, I think they all ran at each other and sort of splatted and merged into one act that did that act. Cannon and Ball, I think, probably, yeah. They're the ones who seem yes. to be standing at the end. Yeah, I think that's it. I, th- I think Cannonball had uh, had absorbed all the other acts that did that shtick. Yeah, and they were all that's left. Yeah, and they, they went killed Christian. them and ate them to yeah. suck, suck up their uh, comedy power. That's probably why they went Christian, you know, because of the guilt. They've got a lot to atone for. Yeah. Cannonball, a lot. Yeah, that's frightening when I heard that. Like they've gone all goddy on on the world. Yeah. And again, I never saw any of their stuff. I never saw the Cannon and Ball show, and I did, I've never seen uh, Boys in not? Blue either. So, uh, yeah, it, I, I, I used to, I have seen their show back in the back in the seventies or eighties or whenever, and I'm fairly certain I've, if not all, seen most of Boys in Blue. Ah, uh, I wouldn't, I wouldn't recommend it. Uh, no, no, it's, it, I, you know, I, I'm not sure why, but we in our house we were very much a little and large family. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, you had standards, didn't you? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Oh, uh, God. A little and large. Oh, God, excuse me. I'm a bit belcher today. Have you tried punching yourself in the tummy? Oh. Give it a go now. That worked. Uh, yeah. Oh, hang on just a second. There's an intestine poking down my nose. Yeah. Snoop it back up. Poke it back up with a pencil if you have to. The rubber end, obviously. Oh, not too late. Oh, I've got blood coming down now. Do you think I can go away talking like this for the rest of it? Um, I don't know. Give it a go. See how it goes. Oh, I, think right. um, I don't think anyone will really notice. I'm not sure why, but whenever I sound like this, I start to go very southern for some reason. That's odd, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Perhaps that's what happens in the south. Perhaps nobody actually sounds like that. They no, just, they've all just got yeah. uh, things up their nose, yeah. sort of intestines poking out of their oh. nose. It's quite common down there. Yes. Oh, well, I think I think the blood's gone now. Just just sick. Buy it, fuck. Ah, shit. Oh, uh, oh, 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 I'm sorry about that. Yes, oh. I, I had a bit too little blood then. <laughs> oh. oh, I thought you were all right then for a minute. You'd gone back to being all northern again. Oh, yes, just just second, just sick. I just went a bit too northern though. That was a problem. Just sick. I'll just try again. Yeah. Buy it, four, fuck that! Oh dear, dear, no, no, I can't be doing that. Just, just say, I'll just t- tilt my head back a bit. No, you're you're bouncing around from south to north, aren't oh, you? Oh yes, just say, just say, just say, oh, 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 I love a pickled egg. Oh no, no, what more? Oh, God, look at those tits on that. Oh no, Mattel, stop it, stop it, stop it. Oh, ah, that. Oh, that's, I think I've got it. I think I've got it. Ooh, there we go. That's sounding a bit tender. Oh, there we go. Yeah, got it. Got it. Got, got back to my strange middle of the road uh, Yorkshire accent. There we go. Ooh. God, that actually hurt. That hurt. It, my my bum went inside out during that. Yeah, so, sorry about that. Uh, what, what have you been up to? Uh, oh, loads of things, really. Um, I, I got myself uh, a unicycle the other week. How's that going? Yeah, well, it's 
It's, it's, it's all right, yes. I've been commuting to work from uh, Manchester to uh, Birmingham. Oh, right. wow, wow, wow. So, uh, you know, it's actually surprisingly efficient. It costs me hardly anything to run. And it only takes me about five or six hours to get to work and then another seven or eight hours because it's uphill on the way yeah. back. Oh, that's not bad, is it? Yeah. I mean, how much no, petrol does that use? Oh, hardly any. I mean, I'm rarely spending more than about three or four hundred quid a week on it. Wow, that's a great motor you got there, then. Yeah, yeah mm. absolutely. Yeah, mm. yeah, yeah, mm. yeah, yeah. Mm. Does it have a, an overhead camshaft or um, or an underground one? Uh, no, no. Being a unicycle, pretty much everything is under my bottom rather than over my head. Isn't that a good thing? I think so. Yeah. Yeah, that's the one thing I like about being on Earth. Mm. That most things is under my bottom. Yes, yes, it's so much. It's it's a reassuring feeling it to is. know that most things are under your bottom. Yeah, and again, I suppose if you're in space, most things will be under your bottom, but just more distant. Well, yeah, but sort of, but there isn't there isn't so much of a definite up and down in space. Yeah, so true. it could be that you're actually upside down and everything is over your bottom, which is the worst of all possible oh, God, worlds. Yeah. Imagine if you're having a little nap, you're having a good sleep and. Having mm. a lovely dream, and then oh my god, you wake up with a <gasps> everything's yeah. over my bottom. Yep, yeah, yep. terrible. Oh my god. People have a uh, few people know that's actually the uh, biggest cause of astronaut fatality is uh, dropping dead from the shock of everything being over your bottom. Oh wow, those poor mm. songs. No wonder that chap wrote terrible. that song and, and did it in space. Yes. Yeah. Mr. Well, he had to cheer himself up, didn't he? Mr. Christopher. Was it Christopher Douglas who did that? I can't remember. I oh, no, no. He uh, Christopher Douglas didn't do that. He was too busy writing Ed Reardon's Week to yes, be in space. Yes, I was space. just thinking. I don't think that was him. <laughs> <laughs> Hadfield. Chris Hadfield. Chris Hadfield. I think was his name. I yes. did. Who I don't think uh, writes Ed Reardon's Week. No, so he's got time no. on his hands. I for did doing songs in space. I did once mix them up on <laughs> on Twitter. It was slightly <laughs> bizarre. Because I, I I I get on rather well with Mr. Douglas anyway, but mm. I uh, sent a tweet accidentally. <laughs> I accidentally sent a tweet to him asking him to post a picture of what he could see out of his window, <laughs> and, and he did. <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> Which was some bins. <laughs> and did you had you realised by that point, or did you yeah. uh, t- tweet him back and say, "Good look, it's a lower <laughs> orbit than I <laughs> no, thought." No, I'd realised because he. <laughs> You've got quite the zoom lens, haven't you? <laughs> I think it says something like that. I, well, I don't know why, Martin, but yes, I will. <laughs> it's just like a picture of some bins outside. Ah, <laughs> oh, he's a good fella. <laughs> he's a good man. In the many gaps in tonight's recording for doing things like mm. weeing and drinking and, and yes. m- making things actually work, um, I was yeah. leafing through... I've got a copy <clears throat> of the Strand magazine. Well... Oh, right. I've got did the, it come with a banana? It did, yes. Yeah. <laughs> In fact, the banana tourist board, yes, tourist board, <laughs> Yes, it was a giant banana <laughs> Yeah, that people went round. Um, come, come <laughs> visit the giant banana. In Regent's Down Park. Down the Strand. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, where was I? Yes. And I was going through it. I've got, well, when I say I've got a strand, I've got a, a complete um, set of yes. uh, strand magazines from that year. Yes, stranthology, if you will. Yeah, and it always makes me laugh when I'm going through it to read the pages titled "Portraits of Celebrities at Different Times of Their Lives." Ah, yeah. Now, the idea of a celebrity nowadays is completely different to a celebrity in those days. I'll I'll read Mm, you some of these celebrities. Think about celebrities nowadays. You've got uh, who? Who's a celebrity these days? 
I don't know, you see. The, the reason I don't know is because I don't keep up to date with who is a celebrity simply because there are just too many of them. Yeah, yes. yeah. I suppose Stephen Fry's a celebrity, isn't he, in, in, in many ways? Yeah, I just said so, yes. Uh, anyway, here, here we go. Uh, the first celebrity is Mr. Commissioner Kerr. Yeah. Oh, uh, he sounds good. Robert Malcolm Kerr was called to the Scottish Bar in 1843 and at Lincoln's Inn in uh, 1848. Commissioner Kerr as judge of the City of London Court since 1959. So that's that first celebrity there. That's uh, a sexy uh, celebrity. You know, yeah, you, you catch he him, sounds good. You catch him nipping a slip. Um, no. And the next Definitely exciting not. celebrity in this book is the Bishop of Bristol, the Right Reverend oh. George Forrest Brown. DD, I don't know what that means. Dead and decaying. Okay. Yes, they were very preemptive about that. Yes. It was a little bit rude. And uh, he was often seen uh, having his uh, upskirts looked at by a paparazzo. Um, yes, the, well, that's the thing with your uh, bishop's gear, isn't it? Oh, God, yes, it's, it's so revealing. The next mm. celebrity, oh, totty now. <laughs> oh, hello. Miss yeah. Anna Williams. Miss Anna Williams. Oh. Miss Anna Williams is the youngest child of the late William Smith Williams, whose powerful, though quite influenced in the world of books, will long be remembered in literary circles. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not in literary circles, but I think they've probably forgotten him already. Sorry, yeah, Mr. Yeah. Williams. Sorry. Yeah. Who's next? I, I bet they were all reading that back in the day thinking, oh, I wouldn't mind getting into a literary circle. Oh. <laughs> this next chap uh, will be obviously having a Christmas number one out with his single. Mm. Uh, this is Mr. Harry DeWint, born 1856. Mr. Harry DeWint who forms the subject of an extremely interesting interview in this issue, was born in Paris. And that's the portraits of celebrities at different times of their life. Of course, there are actually portraits in there of them at different times of their life. Well, I'd hope so, really. You'd be a bit disappointed, wouldn't you, otherwise? Yeah, what I'll do is I'll take some photographs of those and put them up on the website so you can see what we've been looking at anyway. And and, and you can play with yourself, you know. you You can see if they've got a love child or are deeply pregnant or have a bum that they don't agree with. No, disagreeable bums. They're the worst, aren't they? Have you ever read any of those Heat OK style magazines? Oh, they're they're really depressing. No, I try to avoid them. They look awful. Yes, well, they're always on the table at work, so I pick one up. And Kerry Katona is always having some sort of breakdown. Oh, uh, she's she's te- she's constantly having a bit of a mare, that one. Yeah, isn't she? it's either her or Daniela Westbrook, and then basically their faces uh, are just caving in from constantly uh, shoving cocaine's into it. Uh, <sighs> When will they learn, Martin? Yes. When? Yes, I mean, if you've got lots and lots of money and success, don't shove cocaine in your face. Mm. And that's the first lesson. Don't shove cocaine in your face. And if you do, just do it the once. Just see what it's like. Yeah. Yeah. They don't learn, though, do they? They don't learn. No, no. I've been asked for cocaine a couple of times, uh, usually because mm. I've got a beard and I get, sometimes get an itchy nose. <laughs> <laughs> I remember when we were at uh, um, our friend James's uh, 400th birthday, whatever it was, I can't remember, it was a long time ago, we were down in London. Oh, yes, back uh, back then, yeah. yes. I'm not even sure I had a beard at the time, but I, w- I was walking, I, I have an itchy nose, you know. So mm. I walked out of the loo, sort of scratching my nose. <laughs> and the guy says, uh, I've got any. And I, Which confused me for a few seconds. It was like, well, it is a lot of gay men there, so whether he just wanted well, to know if yeah. I want. Well, yes, I'm assuming this was while, was this while we were at the GAY? Or, uh, no, this was before then, before. when we went to that place off Soho Square. Yeah, it was. Ah, it, yeah. But yeah, I, I thought he wanted to have sex with me. I thought, it would, he, <laughs> I thought it was a London way of saying, would you like to have sex with me? Have you <laughs> <Yeah>. got any? <laughs> 
It's a bit nineteen seventies, but I thought, well, perhaps it's yeah. coming back, you know. Uh, and I went, um, no, <laughs> <laughs> because I was frightened because it was it was quite <laughs> Scary man. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and and uh, it's happened to a few times, is that? You walk out scratching your nose, and people think you'd be shoving something up it. Yeah. Well, I think the next couple of these we're going to be doing. At least one of them is going to be a Christmas one, isn't it? Oh, we should do a Christmas one. I really. think we should It'd do a Christmas one. Coming up to Christmas. Yeah. yeah. And for those of you who are looking forward to Gentleman's Review Christmas special, it's going to mm. be happening in January now. Yes. More <laughs> of a New Year special. Yeah. <laughs> On account of looking at all the dates and something going, <clears throat> fuck! None of them are yeah, free. It's, it's odd. It's not like us to be so terribly, terribly disorganised, is it? <laughs> no, no, we're we're always bang on. You know, I mean, it's, yeah. Uh, I mean, it's like a bank in Mary Poppins. We are so organised. Yes. Still, uh, at least we have actually got a date worked out for doing the uh, Brain Jam one. Yeah, Brain, Brain Jam one's coming out. One of these will be a Christmas one. We have no doubt, and hopefully, we'll actually be able to do it properly. Oh, without yeah. having to record at 10 o'clock at night. And, uh, you know, I think that might be fun. I hope you did have a listen to the Vitriola podcast, as I asked in the last podcast that we did. Yes, and if not, why not? Yeah, listen to it. It's very funny. You know why I like it? Um... No. I like it because I don't like music. Which sounds stupid, doesn't it? Oh, I, well, uh, when, when, stupid, when, when yeah. I say I don't like music, I do. I like the music itself. I love the sound of music. Uh, yes. Not 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 the musical. <laughs> yeah. Uh, um, but I'm not really interested in bands, you see, uh, or or oh, right, yeah. people who make popular music. But I do quite like the people who make soundtracks. So composers. Yeah. Yeah. I'm interested in composers. Yes. You know. You're you're rather old school in that way. Yes, aren't you? I am. And you know, I'm not. At all interested in Bob Boggingtons, who played bass for something, or oh, did you know that Bob Boggingtons played bass for this band and that band? No, I don't care. I don't give a fuck. I don't, uh, yeah, I don't yeah, give a fuck yeah. about Bob Boggingtons, providing he just keeps playing the bass, and I like the music yes. he's playing. However, this is the point I was trying to get to eventually. Um, Do feel free <laughs> to get to it, even though time you like. I have no interest in those people. Mm. That podcast still entertains me. That's how yeah. good it is. It says something, doesn't it? Yeah. So uh, what? I'm not sure, but it is very good. Uh, Michael Lake, uh, Robin Innes, two very funny men doing a, yes. a very funny podcast. Yes. And that's my pick of the week again. Again, yeah. Well, yeah. I can't be asked thinking of a different pick of the week, so that'll be my pick of the week as that's well. That's good, yeah. If you want to know uh, what other podcasts I particularly like, go to martinwolfenden.co.uk and look at my last blog entry, which has got them all listed there, every single one of them I like. Wow. Yeah. I haven't read that yet. Yeah. I might go and do that now. And also... Bye. Also over on YouTube, if you want to go and see my hilarious videos I've been making about facts every day for the last week. Enjoy those too. Yes. Ooh. Anyway, I think it's about time we played out with some music again, don't you? Probably, yes. I, I think it is. It's, it's getting rather late here. I don't know what time it is over there, but it's quite late in Manchester. Well, in Manchester, it must be about 10.07. Uh, over yeah, here, because of that. the time difference, it's yeah. about 10.07 and 30 seconds or something. Oh, yeah. That's you know, crazy. I'm going, I'm, I get jet lag when I go across the border. Mm, mm. Um, what I'm going to do now is tell you about a musician, aren't I? I'm not interested. Yes. But you, yes. you might Showing be. Showing you up for the liar that you are, Martin. <laughs> yeah. but, but you might be interested. It's a wonder anyone believes anything you say. They don't, you know. You know do they not? I go into the bank. I don't believe you. 
God. God. Yeah, that. Oh. You don't know where you stand now, do you? Oh, yeah. this is about. You're all over the place. Oh, this Up is, is down. Oh, this is about as funny as the serial podcast. Have you ever listened to that? God, it's tedious. No. Oh. Yeah. Cereal, uh, as in breakfast cereal. No, cereal or... as in uh, as in. Oh, cereal. hang on. Yes, no. I, 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 yes, no. Maybe. Uh, I have <laughs> recently heard about that. Yeah. Now you remind me, but yeah. I have not listened to it. Is it not very good? No. Well, I listened to an episode and, and there were no jokes in it. I don't get it. No. Why would you? Apparently, it's not a comedy podcast. Don't get that. I'm not sure hmm. that those things exist at all. Yeah. That sounds very yeah. strange. No. Anyway, the play out music that we're going to be doing, that's what it's called, play out music. Yes. Okay. Is by the House of the Old Boat, which is the moniker of South London songwriter, producer, Jolly Yon Townsend. That's a fucking mm-hmm. stupid name. And his various live incarnations. There we go. Mm. So this track is called Plummet, and it's from his album, We Didn't Mean to Go to Sea. There you go. So from me, Martin Wolfenden in Halifax, it's bye-bye. And from me, Andrew Wilson in Manchester, it is also bye-bye. 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 How can I sleep? There's no peace without you I shut my eyes tight And no rest will come How can I fight? There's no war here without you Lay down our arms Cause there's no one left to fight So much fall is plummeting into your arms. I didn't so much fall as plummeting down to the ground. Now, home we reached out the summit, city below. Hope that you'll join me upon it.
Thanks for listening to the Wilson and Wolfenden podcast. If you enjoyed that and would like to hear more of our exciting stuff, why not go to soundcloud.com forward slash brainjump podcast. There are loads of podcasts there to get your ears round. Merry Christmas. No, it's not Christmas yet. Ha ha ha. April Fool.